Shalom Ubrahu Yerupti Yevomastaf Yud Aleph. Today's daf discusses the din of a chalutza, the Yevomus halachas regarding a saita and a machzir grushasai. We begin with a machlikas between Rabbi Yechonon and Reish Lakish. If someone does chalutza to the woman who he is zokok to, and then he marries her, he's mekadesher, but then he dies. So now this woman who used to be zokok to this person and married him, and that was not allowed, that was us, now she is zokok to the other brothers. Halach is that she needs chalitza from the brothers. Now, Rabbi Yechonin holds that there is only a chi of lav on this chalutza, but Rish Lakish holds its karis. If you hold that's a chi of lav, that's why you still need to do chalitza from the other brothers. But according to Rish Lakish, that it's a chi of kares, how is there any form of kedushin between the two of them? There's an isra kares there. Why would there be a chi of chalitza? So Rish Lakish says, well, if you look at the seifa, you have problems because... If one of the brothers marries her, he's not married to her at all. That kedushin is not toifes. And if you're only talking about a chi of lav, then why would it not be toifes with this other brother? I thought that marrying a chalutza is only a lav. Here it seems that it's not a karis, and therefore the kedushin is not toifes. So if Sheshis answers that the seifa is going according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds... That Kedushin will not be toyface even when it's only a chi of love. You don't need a kares to dissolve a Kedushin. So why doesn't the, the Mishnah tell us that? Why doesn't it say that, oh, according to Akiva, it wouldn't be toyface, but according to everybody else, it would be toyface? And that's a, a kasha, the Gemara, bleib shver. Next, Rav Ashi tells us, we have two ways of learning, Rav Ashi and Ravina. Rav Ashi learns like Rav Lakish, but answers like Rav Shimon. Ravina Learns like Rabbi Yechanan, and he answers like the Rabbanon. So let's take this apart. Rav Ashi holds like Rish Lakish, and he answers like Rav Shimon, because if someone does chalitza to his Yevamtoi, to the woman who he is Zokok to, and then marries her, if he dies, the other brothers still have a chiv chalitza on this woman. Now, which brothers are we talking about? These are the brothers that were born before marrying the Chalutza, and this is Kefir of Shimon. If one of the brothers who had been born before m- marries the Chalutza, they're not married at all. That is Kefir Ishlakesh, who says that there's a Chiyah of Kares. Now Ravina holds like Rabbi Yechonon, and he explains according to the Rabbanon that if someone marries the, the sister-in-law after doing Chalutza, so we know the other brothers still have to do Chalutza after he dies. Which brothers are we talking about? These are brothers that were born before he did Chalitza, before marrying her. This is Kefir Abyeichanon. If one of the brothers marries this sister-in-law, there's no marriage at all, according to the Rabbanon. They hold that even if after doing Yibam, a brother was born, it's still Aser. So now the Gemara asks, if someone does Yibam with the sister-in-law, then another brother marries the Tzara. There's Machlekes of Acha and Ravina. One says that this is a Chir of Koris, and the other one says it's only a, an Isra Asay. The one who says it's Koris is going like Wesh Lakish, and the one who says it's like, it's, that it's over an Asay is like Rabbi Yechanan. 
And Rav Yehuda Marav says that the tzara of a soita, of a woman who was mezana while she was in Eshesish, her tzara, her co-wife, is also asr, because the Pasuk says, Tuma. This soita gets the din of Arayas, and the tzara of an Arayas is also asr. So now Rav Chista asks, I, we learned there of Shimon holds. If a husband disappears, and we have one aide that says that he's dead, and she remarries, and then the first husband shows back up. So now she stays away from husband, husband number one and husband number two. If both husbands die, then both sets of brothers are allowed to do chalitza, but not yibum. Rav Shimon says that if the first husband's brothers do yibum or chalitza, that paters lechatchila all of the tsaris. Because as far as Yibum is concerned, she's like a regular wife. It wasn't her fault. She heard that her husband had died. Why is this different than the Saita? Why would that Asr the Tsaris? By the Saita, but by the woman whose husband disappeared, the Tsaris are Mutter. Rav explains, Look, I'm talking about a case of a Saita, Mita Oiraisa. We're, we are under the assumption that she was Mizana. And you're telling me about a Saita, Mita because Midaraisa, she was muttered to marry this second husband. She had an eight echon, Alpi Bezdin, that her first husband was dead. That's why the other Torah is talking to me about her. I, Rav was only talking about a Sajidaraisa, and we call her Tuma, which gives her the din of Erva. He holds that when they're abonon, make a takono, it's like Doiraisa. If by a Sajidaraisa, her and her Torah are also. So that's why we had a Havamina that maybe by Darabonon also the Tsaris would be Asr. So Kamash Malon, the co-wives are Potter. When it's only a Saita Darabonon situation. Next, Darab Ashi asks, if a woman acts like a Saita, she goes into an enclosed room with a man who her husband warned her not to get involved with, and they were in the room long enough, Kadei Toma, she is now usher to her husband, she is usher to this other man, and she's usher to eat Truma. The Torah says Toma three times to include these three Asurim. If the husband dies, they only do Chalitza and not Yibum. Ah, you see, you still are allowed to do Chalitza. This is Kakasha on Rav. Over here, Rav would say, I'm talking about a site of Vandai, where the Tsaras are going to be Asur. And the Saita is going to be Asur. Over here, you're talking about a Saita. Suffolk. And that's why she is still up for Chalitza. They were showing him ask, what about Suffolk Daraisa La Why don't we assume that she is a Saita? So we have a whole bunch of answers. Either she has Cheskas Kashras, that she's with her husband. The Ramam holds that the whole din of Suffolk Daraisa La is only a din there abundant. Maybe we only say Suffolk Daraisa with, with something that's either 100% or 0%. Over here, it's 50-50. If I can, we only say when it's 50-50. We have no idea, but over here, it's not easy 100 or 0. Now the Gemara asks, by Saita Vadai, it shouldn't be different than a Saita Suffolk, because it says, Tumo by Saita Vadai, and it also says, the lotion of Tumo by Saita Suffolk. Right? The Bryce says, if Yoisi Ben Keeper tells us, in the name of Rabbi Lazar, if someone divorces his wife and then she gets married, now he's not allowed to marry her again. But if he's machzer gushasai bidiyevet after that, so that that's entirely Asr. But if she only got engaged, she didn't get married after they got divorced. He's still mutter to remarry his divorcee. The pasuk says, "Achoya asher hutma." The chachamim say, 
that whether she got married or just engaged, just erisin, it's still she still has that iser of machzer grushasoi. So what do they do with the pasuk of achare hutma? That's including a soita, which was nivala. Why do we use the lashon of nistra if she was nizane? The Gemara explains this is a, li- uh, a, a more refined way of referring to the situation. The Gemara says, "Are you sure that that ni- that the case is nivala?" The pasuk already includes that. It says, "Vinistra vehinitma." She's already tame. The Gemara says that we have an extra pasuk to apply an extra lav on her. And according to Yosi Ben Kipper, there's no lav by Saita, even if she was mezana. The pasuk says, "Vahoyaleishacher." Which sounds like she she was with him beheter. Next of Yehuda asks Rev Sheshes, if someone remarries his Gurusha, which is Usr, but then he dies. What's the halacha with her co-wives? He didn't have any children, so there's Yibum here. Can there be Yibum on her co-wives even though she's this marriage was Usr? Korn, Travis Ben Kipper, that's not a kasha. Says he holds that Tuma is talking about when the Pasuk says Tuma is talking about Machsa so her tsaris will have the same din as her. When the Torah says he that means she is a toyeva, but not her children. But that doesn't include her tsaris. Her tsaris would still be mutter. So there would be yibum chalitza with her tsaris, with a machzor tsaris. The question is, according to their Rabbanon, what would they hold? They hold that there is tomorrow by the saita. The Pasuk says... The Lashon Toma and an Enyin Mikro Yoitzimidei Pshutoi. But on the other hand, once she was Aser, she was divorced. If she's Aser, her Tsar should also be Aser. There's some say that the question is not going on there about him because once she's out of the picture, she's, she's gone. The question is according to Rabbi Ben Kippur, rather. I, why does the Torah use the Lashon of Toma Ben Achzogoshasai? That's excluding that she's a Teva, but her Tsar is. Are not, maybe. On the other hand, maybe it's saying that the Machsukushasa is called a Teva, but not her children, while the Tsaris are still Chayevidibumachalitza. So the Gemara answers that the halacha of a Machsukushasa regarding Yibum can be found in a Brisa. If someone has two Yavamas from the same brother, and the brother had two wives. If he does Yibum or Chalitza with one of them, the other one becomes Puzzle. If he does Chalitza, the one who he does Chalitza to is also Puzzle. What does it mean, Kshera and Puzzle? If it means Kshera to the whole world, to Kehanim, and Puzzle to Kehanim, in a case where she's a Grusha, a grusha or Chalitza from another husband, and now she'll become Mutter to them, maybe. Why would it be any different than her relationship to the person who she does Chalitza with? And he's Israel. When it says kosher and puzzle, it means to him, the Baal Chalitza. What's the Chedesh? That this is his Grusha. His brother married his Grusha. Even though she has the din of Tomah, her Tzara will be kosher. Because it says Toyeva. She's the Teva, but not the Tzaras. This must be what it's coming to tell me, because if you're talking about Kehanim, that's not a Chedesh. A Grusha to Akoyan is Aser. Sounds like we have a ride, but the Gemara says, no, really, Kshayra could be talking about Kshayra to the world, to the Kayan. Yamsula means apostle to the Kayan, to Kayanim. The Nafkamina is according to Rabbi Yosef, who holds 
He quotes Rebbe who says that a person should not empty out his bar when people need it. What does that have to do with us? Since he's able to do chalitza to his grusha, and then the co-wife will now be potter, he should not do chalitza to the one who is kshera and now pasal her to Okahanim. The Gemara also brings down that if someone uh, is machzor grushasai after she gets married, which is absolutely aser, both her and her tzaris are chayv in chalitza. So the Gemara clarifies, does that mean both her and her tzaris have to do chalitza, or just one and that's might see the other one? The Gemara explains that the machzor she can do chalitza and be might see everyone. And her tzara can do chalitza or yibum. She's not us, sir. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.